Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Yes, hello and welcome to Off the Bench for another week. Rob Beaver and Paul Hayes will be with you on your Saturday morning. Plenty coming up on the show. Christina Matthews, the Wacker CEO, she wasn't happy that Perth won't be getting a test against India in the upcoming summer. We'll hear what she had to say to Adam Papalier and our very own Paul Hazelby a little bit later on in the show. As I say, good morning to you, Hayes. Good morning. Great to be with you. Hope everybody is enjoying their long weekend. And isn't it great to be able to travel to all parts of our great state of Western Australia? But remember, whilst you're out there, get out and support a small business as much as you can. They've done it tough through this time, Beaver. So we've got to all play our part. They certainly have. And I'll be heading down south. Not this coming weekend, obviously. We're talking, well, technically it would be this coming weekend. We're in the current weekend now. So the 4th of June, I'll be heading down south, looking forward to a bit of R&R and supporting some of the businesses down there. Now, Hayes, before we get into the dig, dial before you dig, the essential first step. Talk to me about what you've got on your left wrist this morning. What have you come into the studio wearing? Well, my parents have come down because they now can. First time I've seen them in a long time from the country town of Northampton. And my daughters decided they'll get out and make them something. So they've made them some wristbands and also some Ones that do go around your feet. And while they're at it, they said, oh, Dad, we'll make you one as well. So I'm wearing that for my beautiful daughter, Zoe. Absolutely. And uh, pink and purple, your colours, Exactly. By the way. She really knows she's free Purple through heart. Purple and heart. through already. Absolutely. Let's get into the dig. The dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Well, Beaver, you're fired up. You go first. I am. Because... Earlier in the week, Steve Hocking joined yourself and Carl Langdon, of course, on the show that we do throughout the week. And Carl has been very strong this week on the fact that the WA clubs, uh, West Coast and Fremantle, will be required to stay in hubs longer than has been set out for what they are in the Gold Coast. So it's supposed to be four weeks up there on the Gold Coast. Uh, beyond that, they haven't set a fixture. Now, Carl's information, and he's very strong on this, is that... Uh, what will end up happening is the Eagles and Dockers will either continue to stay in Queensland beyond that or they will have a um, situation where they fly down to Victoria, play games, and then fly back up. But that will be essentially based on the Gold Coast for indefinitely, essentially, until the, the season comes. And that's because of, obviously, WA's border restrictions and things of that nature. Now, Steve Hocking was on the program during the week, and Carl asked him that uh, whether or not that was the case in three different ways. Each of them, Steve, came back with an answer of we don't know because there's no certainty. Now, I agree with that, and I'm not critical of the fact that there is no certainty, and that's a fair enough response. But, Steve Hocking, what would have stopped you from coming out and saying, Carl, there is no certainty, those plans are not in concrete, but do you know what? If the borders are not opened, then yes, that is very likely the case. What would be wrong with that? Giving WA people a heads up, because then the anger would not be directed at the AFL. The anger would get directed at the government. 
what that's about what the, the players, Beaver? Think understands. What about the players? Before you go into the hubs, I'm not sure you want to hear the news that you're going to be there for eight to ten weeks. Does that automatically say, well, oh, all of a sudden we can't win this premiership? But if you know and you think and you believe you might only be there for four weeks, does that change your mindset th- a little I bit? I think you'd rather know because I think if you've got family, especially a team like the Eagles who have a lot of kids throughout their playing list, if I go, I'm going to be away, mummy and daddy, uh, sorry, daddy's going to be away for, for four weeks, um, that's if, in your head if you have that. And if your family back home have that as well, that's one thing. If you know it's 10, you might go, well, I wasn't going to go up to the Gold Coast and spend time with you, but now I will if it's going to be 10, if it's going to be 12, 14, however many weeks it is. I think they just need to come out and say, even if it's it's not a certainty right now, but there is a good chance. And I don't know, maybe these conversations are being had within the AFL and the clubs, but at least to the WA public, just go, that's the case. This oh, is what it is. Let us know in advance. Don't spring it on us after five weeks. I think there'll be an exemption for interstate clubs to be able to fly in, whether it's for one night, maybe the day of, to play games here in Western Australia. Given what we saw yesterday with the announcement from our government, 100 people now in venues, in some venues up to 300 if they're large enough. And would you believe Port Adelaide and Adelaide currently in discussions with the AFL and the South Australian State Government to allow up to 20,000 people into Adelaide Oval for the showdown that is coming up in two weeks' time. So that's how quickly things are moving. They're talking about crowds already. You wouldn't have thought that a week ago. That's fantastic, and I'm very, very happy about that. But if that's the case, why don't you just, as the AFL, go, we hope we don't have to, but if we do, then yes, this will be the case. What what would be the issue with coming out and saying that and saying we have a contingency because we have to plan for a worst-case scenario instead of going, we have no certainty, we're not telling anybody anything at the fear of some bad PR? Well, bad PR, and I think the players, I don't know if they want to hear it, Beaver. I'd say that I'd from the outset. I'd say that the players would probably know already. Well, they might have an inkling, but why make it official? Oh, all of a sudden, we've got to go for 10 weeks. We definitely can't win the premiership this year because we're away from home for 10 weeks. If you go for four, hit and run mission, let's get four, and all of a sudden you get four, and then they go, oh, you've got to do another four. Well, oh, we've already got four, so we'll keep going. We'll get another four. Agree to disagree. This is Off the Bench, our chat with Christina Matthews coming up next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Yes, welcome back to Off the Bench. Earlier in the week, following the announcement that the WA Cricket Association will not be hosting a test against India, we will instead get a test match against Afghanistan. Our very own Adam Papalia and Paul Hazelby were lucky enough to catch up with the CEO of the Wacker, Christina Matthews. This is just a slice of what she had to say. Christina, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks very much for having me on. It's been uh, it's been a big day, really, um, and you've come out quite strongly, which I commend you on as well, because it, do, it doesn't sit right with me. I don't think it sits right with many West Aussies that we're going to miss out on an Indian test this summer, and uh, Afghanistan is the team that's going to be coming here instead. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's been a busy day for you. Um, how are you feeling about it? Oh, look, I mean, one of the difficulties of anything like this is, is we don't want the fact that Afghanistan's coming here to be seen as something that no one wants. Um, Afghanistan um, deserves their time in the the sun as well. But at the end of the day, um, India is the big prize and we have, um, you know, what has been um, officially called the most beautiful stadium in the world. Um, uh, We have a stadium that in the two years it's been operating for Test Cricket has delivered two um, incredible Test matches 
uh, with an incredible pitch, um, great facilities for people. And um, on all metrics um, uh, that are available to us, ratings, attendances, um, uh, corporate hospitality, you know, we're ahead of the Gabba. And, um, you know, Queensland Cricket have got to fight for their stadium as well. But uh, how do you compare something that's um, the quality of this um, uh, with the Gabba? Particularly when we lost the Indian test, um, I think it was around 2014, the reason we lost it was our, our facilities weren't good enough. Well, so, they're clearly good enough now with the, the billion-dollar stadium that we've got. With, with everything yeah, you've just so said... It, it's the inconsistency of it. With everything you've just said there, Christina, I, I struggle to see what the reason is that Cricket Australia have given it to the Gabba rather than here. The time zone works much better for an Indian audience with the games being played here in Perth as well. What what uh, explanation has, has Cricket Australia given to you um, for this decision to take the Test match to Brisbane rather than play India here? Uh, well, there were three um, key things. One, uh, they claim that uh, it's commercially better for Australian cricket to play at the Gabba. Two, um, over an eight-year period from 2015 to 2023, apparently Western Australia has a better schedule than anyone else. And uh, three, um, uh, the players prefer to open any series in Brisbane. Um, now, we're waiting on confirmation of what did they use to determine the commercial viability of both stadiums. And uh, I've been uh, very clear uh, through this whole process that if we're making decisions based on what players want in terms of where they played, then I don't think we've got a good handle on how to manage our sport. Um, and, uh, you know, the um, we don't even know what the program is for through to 2023, so I, I can't judge whether we are in a better position than anyone else or not. Christina, we've known about this scenario for a while. Did you get a chance to make a pitch for this test series? Look, uh, we were clearly told um, uh, back in the December that they did not require any state to put a proposal in to gain um, a, a, a heads up or a, a advantage over the other. They were not going to leverage um, governments against each other. Um, uh, but they did in that um, discussion inform us that South Australia had put in a proposal. So we worked with the state government and Optus Stadium to put something to um, Cricket Australia in February, um, which we believe laid out very clearly um, that it was a no-brainer. Um, and, um, and, you know, obviously this week we've heard the result of that. More of Adam Papalia and Paul Hazelby's chat with Christina Matthews coming your way here on Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Rob Beaver and Paul Hazelby with you. And, of course, we are here thanks to the Big Freeze. The Big Freeze 6 campaign is on. Beanies are on sale and still just $20. They're available at Coles and Bunnings as well as online at fightmnd.org.au. But part two of Adam Papalia and Paul Hazelby's chat with Christina Matthews coming up now. The best thing would have been to have five tests against India. Was it ever discussed at Cricket Australia or at your level? Look, to be fair to Cricket Australia, um, they have been talking to India about five tests. And um, uh, we've been aware for, for a long time that five tests was not going to be um, uh, able to be done until the next time they tour. Um, and, um, 
you know, whether that can still happen in the in a COVID environment. But, um, you know, I don't want to look like we're hoping that COVID continues so that we're better off. Um, uh, but, um, you know, I, I, the thing that uh, really bothers me is why is it always between us and Brisbane? Uh, if we're talking about what's fair for Australian cricket, why does no one else get brought into the picture? Revenue. I think that's what it comes down to. I think the numbers, of course, are better at the MCG. Adelaide Oval has been terrific in recent times, and not only from a spectator point of view, also the players are loving it there. But uh, And Sydney, of course, the other one at the time of the year, they do get a free kick. And some would argue that if we had those time slots, we certainly would get some improved numbers as well. Christina, can I ask you about the Afghanistan test? Is it to be played yeah. at the Wacker or at Optus Stadium? There seems to be a bit of confusion around this one. Um, yeah, well, at the moment, it is scheduled for Perth Stadium, and that's based on the fact that there are a lot of commu- uh, commercial details that have to be worked out before we can move it back to the Wacker ground. And we certainly don't want to jump ahead on that for fear that we will suffer further financially by doing that. Um, so we want to make sure all those things get sorted before we agree to have it played at the Wacker ground. So is that something that you are exploring then? Because I thought initially when when the newest stadium was built and the discussions were being had that the, the big test matches would be played at Optus Stadium and the smaller ones against the smaller nations would be played at the Wacker. Uh, uh, that is um, true, but the uh, when we made the arrangements with um, uh, um, the stadium that Cricket Australia were part of, the future tour program had India playing at the stadium this summer. And so um, there was um, no indication that, um, in in terms of planning, that there would be a a smaller country playing here. And so within our agreement, um, I don't think it's breaking any confidentiality, that if we don't deliver content um, to the stadium, there is a penalty clause in that. And we want to make sure that we're not responsible for paying that clause. Absolutely. It, it, <laughs> it's it's a frustrating one, obviously, for you, a frustrating one for the Wacker members. Um, and you, as you suggested, we hope that this doesn't add a cost to, to cricket in WA. Yeah, look, it's going to have a, a massive impact on our membership uh, revenues. Um, and, um, you know, when we didn't get India um, some six years ago, it was really pleasing to see our members stand by us. Um, and we would hope they would do that again. But we have the overlay of, of COVID-19 at the moment, the economic impact. So this just adds um, to that. So potentially it could cost us, you know, two or three million dollars in membership fees. Um, and um, there's no way for us to recoup that. So we've got to be very careful uh, going forward uh, about not incurring any further costs through moving games backwards and forwards. Are you still planning for the T20 World Cup? Um, Well, as much as you can in the environment we're in. Um, Personally, I I don't think it will be played in October. Um, and, and the question is um, whether it's the second half of this summer or into next summer. Um, uh, it's a very complex um, environment negotiating within ICC. Um, and as it's been well reported, there is an ICC event in India in 2021. So um, uh, my understanding that decision won't be far away. 
um, whether they'll announce it um, soon or wait till yeah, closer. Um, but I'm not expecting any announcement before August. And if it comes before August, that's good. It'll give us more time. But um, a world event like that, um, uh, whilst there's a financial impact, you eventually get that return. So it, it's not um, uh, the same as if it was a normal bilateral series. Christina Matthews, good enough to give up some of her time earlier in the week to Adam Papalia and our very own Paul Hazelby. Now, a serious reminder, RMHC, Ronald McDonald House Charities uh, houses are a key resource for families of seriously ill children who need somewhere to stay whilst their children are undergoing treatments. Uh, the Ronald McDonald House is badly in need of financial support. This pandemic has massively affected so many people and the charity has felt the effects as well. It's at the point where they need our support to help keep their doors open. There are numerous ways that you can donate and support. One of them is to purchase a hand sanitizer from the restaurant with 100% of the profits going to Ronald McDonald House Charity. So if you are out near your local Maccas this weekend, be sure to go and grab a hand sanitizer. Keep you and your family safe and also help the great work that Ronald McDonald House do, supporting those in need at uh, some of the worst times in their lives. Plenty more still to come here on Off The Bench, though. Stay with us. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Rob Beaver and Paul Hazelby with you. If you've uh, just joined us, we had a replay of our chat with Christina Matthews from earlier in the week. Not happy with the fact that WA will not be getting a test against India this upcoming summer. Instead, we get Afghanistan Hayes. Uh, on the assumption that crowds are allowed, just quickly to finish this off, would you be parting with any money to go and see Afghanistan play a test, whether it's at the stadium or whether it's at the Wacker? This coming summer. I wouldn't have thought so at this stage. I normally get along to the game. It was only Pakistan last year, mm. so we're looking forward to England next year. But Afghanistan probably doesn't do it for me. No, I'm probably with you on that, especially considering we don't know the environment. But if it's still a 50-50 case where COVID's still floating around, which I assume it will be, I wouldn't be parting with my money. Nonetheless, let's get into this. Off the record throwback time. Uh, sorry, I'll start that again. This is pre-recorded, by the way. Fellow Aussie Thanasi Kokonakis. Off the record for Choices Flooring. The Floors for Living sale is on now. Enjoy big savings on carpet, hard flooring, blinds and rugs. Yes, it is time for Off the Record. And, um, hey, something that we haven't had before. Which is? No audio of you, no audio of Carl. Is that right? No audio of you. You've been flawless this week. Absolutely flawless. You haven't made a mistake, and I say that in jest, but now I actually think back, I can't remember you making a mistake this week. Adam Papalia filled in, and he made a bit of a blue yeah, one. Yeah, we're not, not going to dump that one. No, no, we're not going to dump Paps under there as a temporary mm. host. He's going to host on Monday night. If he makes a mistake, then he's not coming back, so then we'll air him next week. So stay tuned for that. Now, um, look, a couple of things. Sometimes... Your words can get um, can get muddled up. You can change letters on certain words. This is what happened with Brody Myercheck's name here. Now watching brief on Modi, uh, Brody Myercheck at Collingwood. Modi Briercheck. The old Modi Briercheck. Eh? That sounded like purple. Sounds as pretty well. good. That yeah, name. You know, in twenty years, Modi will be in. Modi will be in. You reckon? Mm. Based on just what weird names being in, the longer time goes on, apparently. Absolutely. Go back fifty years and look at what we have today. Now. Let's look at this. So you played with a real, a very, very um, good defender, Michael Johnson, yeah. at the Fremantle Dockers. You, you would say he's he's up there. He's one of the best, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. In terms of a centre-half back. Do you reckon he's on the same level as Michael Jordan? No. Well, Caroline Wilson seems to get them mixed up. I have really 
disliked it and it's just put me off Michael Johnson as a bloke. Come Michael out. Jordan. Michael Jordan, I'm yeah. sorry. Easy Michael mistake. Jordan. Easy mistake. The best in the business both times. This is quite funny because I'm not sure she's referring to Michael Johnson, the footballer. You know Michael Johnson, the runner, the great sprinter, the 200-metre no, sprinter, 400? Me. No. All-time great legend of athletics. Okay, so there's too many names, too many MJ. There you go. You have on. shown your age today. I have, yeah. So how old am I, Hayes? Do you know? Off the top 26. of your head? 26. 26? No, I'm not 26. But 27. Older. Yeah, something like that. We, we won't get hung up on that. Now, um, let's have a look. <laughs> Listen to uh, Robbo. Uh, from the from the cheap sheets. The yeah. cheap sheets. Those are the things you buy at Kmart or Target, Robbo. Not the uh, the cheap seats is where you had pot shots from. Uh, so we might need to get Robbo uh, updated on it. Now, Dwayne Russell. Dwayne's World on one of our partner stations over in Victoria. We've had this before. People, for the love of money, cannot get his name right. Now, listen to this because there's a caller in this montage who calls up twice and calls him two different names within the space of a week. Welcome to you, Cam. G'day, Wayne. How you going? Good, thanks. Talk about the same kind of stuff. Welcome to you, Steve. G'day, Dyson. How you going? <laughs> Good, thanks. I reckon that. Brian in Chelsea Heights. So Brian has been waiting Heights. a while. Welcome to you, Brian. Oh, hi, Craig. Uh, That's Craig. So, Brian in Chelsea Heights. Welcome to you, Brian. Uh, hi, Wayne. No, Craig yeah, and Wayne, age, back to back. Sharon and Lily, are welcome to you, Sharon. Hello, how are you, Tony? And just a nice little Tony, just around. Oh, a bit of everything. Wayne eh? doesn't sound anything like Tony. That was off the record for another week. The choices flooring, floors for living sailors on now. Enjoy big savings on carpet, hard flooring, blinds, and rugs. I might go and buy myself some rugs this weekend. As just well. got a lesson for you before you go, mm-hmm. Michael Dwayne Johnson is an American retired sprinter who won four Olympic gold medals and eight World Championship gold medals in the span of his career. He formerly held the world and Olympic records in the two hundred meters and the four hundred metres. He is iconic. I can't how, how believe it. How old is he? It. When was he born? When was he born? September when? He's 52, 1967. He's 52. Just a little bit beyond my vintage. Mm. A little bit beyond my vintage. Not quite double my age. That's all we've got time for on another edition of Off The Bench. Enjoy your long weekend. Hopefully you are doing okay and people are flooding into these regional areas to spend some of their hard earned now that the regional restrictions are over. Enjoy your weekend. We look forward to your company again on Off The Bench next week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.